Grace and peace. This is Apostle Wilson, and I want to welcome you to the Black Church Leader Podcast. I always like to give some bonus content, and today I want to share with you uh, a recording from our life group, and the message is entitled, The Law of Faith. I think it will be something that will add value to your life as a child of God. God bless. So we're getting ready to get right into this tonight. I'm getting ready to start my timer. I'm going to start my timer and my timer is starting now. It is starting. So listen, I want to welcome you to this Christ-centered leadership and personal development class. Christ-centered leadership and personal development class. That covers everybody. Whether you're a leader or you just want to be a person that wants to better yourself, that's what we're here for tonight. So I'm your host. I'm Coach Martin Wilson. I'm going to slow down because my sister gets on me and my wife gets on me about going too fast, but I do have one hour. So my goal in this class is to equip you to be a person that will see the need and will add value to other people. You will see the need and add value to other people. So we're still in our series about and entitled the multipliers, the multipliers. So tonight I want to specifically, I want to specifically begin to target the area of the law of faith. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Someone just typed that on the screen. Those of you, hey, Dr. Marvin, those of you that may be new to uh, the way we do things here, we type on the screen. That is our feedback. That's me. That's you in the crowd yelling back at me. And it also helps you to retain the information that's being given. Hey, Sister Tyra, all the way from Lenore, North Carolina. So tonight we're specifically talking about the law of faith. Now, if you recall on last week, we talked about the law of the big mo. Now we're talking about the law of faith. Last week, we talked about how when you have momentum, that your faith becomes unstoppable. Your faith becomes unstoppable when you have momentum. So tonight, I need to define law. Last week, we talked about law, but we didn't stop to define law. So a law is a system or factor that when applied correctly, and you don't have to put all this down, but I want you to get it in your mind. A law is a system of factors that when applied correctly will produce the same result. Every single time when you apply it correctly, it will produce the same results every single time. Hey, Miss Kim, I see you in there. Hey, lady. Oh, God bless you. So you want when you talk about faith, I don't want us to make it. uh, I don't want to take the spiritual part out of it, but I need you to understand that faith is a system. And there's some factors that can go into your faith that when you apply them correctly, you're going to produce a result every single time. Now, I did not say that you will get the result that you want every time because the ultimate and and last say is down to God. But law, a law is a factor that when applied, it produces the same result. Gravity is a law. What goes up has to come down. So we're going to talk about the law of faith tonight, the law of faith. Now, the law of momentum, 
it said, and we, and if you can remember this from last week, it says that once an object is put into motion, it takes less energy to keep it moving than to try to slow it down. I need us to really take that into consideration as the children of God. Once our faith gets to moving, once we begin to experience God, once we've been to church and, and we've been in the presence of the ecclesia, the other saints of God, once we have our faith, our faith activated, you've got to understand it takes more energy to slow your faith down and to stop it than it does to keep it going. Our problem is when we leave church, we leave the atmosphere. You have to learn how to create an atmosphere of praise, an atmosphere of worship, an atmosphere that is going to give you the energy to keep the momentum so that you can keep going. Tell somebody, I dare somebody to put it on the screen. You've got to keep going. You've got to have the momentum to keep going and you've got to put yourself and continuously if I'm in church on Sunday, I can't wait until Wednesday night to get back in the, pra in the presence of God. I can't allow myself to go one day without being in the presence of God and finding some way to keep myself going. So listen, someone please put this on the screen. I need us to see that faith is, you don't have to put all of it, but faith is the fuel of momentum. Faith is the fuel of momentum. I dare you to put that on the screen tonight. I'm going to change batteries while you're putting that on. Faith is the momentum, is the fuel of momentum. Faith is the fuel of momentum. Faith is the fuel of momentum. You've got to be able to continuously put yourself in an environment where you are encouraged, where you are moving. You got to have some people that you connect yourself with when you're not at church, when you're not uh, 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 in the presence of the Lord, but some people that will remind you of the goodness of God, people that will remind you of who God is, people that will hold you accountable. People that will hold you accountable so that you can move forward in the things of God. You've got to find those kind of people. You've got to put those kind of people in your life. All right, let me get my clicker going. Got to get it moving here. Because when you don't have that, when you don't have that, well, I would mess up my clicker. I would mess up my clicker. The enemy don't want me to get this one out tonight, saints. He don't want me to get this out, but I'm going to get it. 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 Let me move my, let me move my keyboard over here. See if I can move it with my keyboard. Nope. Can't move it with my keyboard. Y'all bear with me. Bear with me. Got to get this out tonight. Pastor, I don't think we got any more these little batteries down there, do we? Because this has got to be taught tonight. You got to put yourself in that environment where you're being encouraged. You got to put yourself in around people that are going to hold you accountable for the things of God. People that will keep you moving and keep you motivated, even when you're not at the church house. 
even when you're not at the church, you've got to find people that are going to keep you moving, keep you motivated. So this is not working. Pastor, do we have any more batteries down there? Ah, okay. We're going to make it work tonight. Okay. I think I got it. I just had to get closer to it one more time. Now let's see what we got. All right, here we go. We got it. Somebody's praying over there. Somebody's praying. Isaiah 43 and 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? So God said he's going to do a new thing. And guess what he says? I will make ways in the desert and river. I will make ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen, when you're, when you're built up and applying your faith correctly, it, it, it causes you to be excited and begin to move at the very thought of God is about to do something. Have I got anybody on here tonight that is excited and can and can can get your faith to that place to where you're ready to move just at the thought that God is getting ready to do something? Let me read that one more time. He said, "Behold, I will do a new thing." Listen, God's not a man that he should lie. And see, when God says something, you can claim it for your life. You can claim it to be yours. Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall it not spring forth? Shall ye not know it? I will make a way in the world. I don't know who this is for. I don't know who's been going through what. But he says, I'm going to make a way in your wilderness experience. No matter what you're going through, God said, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a way in your wilderness and I'm going to give you rivers, not just rain, but I'm going to give you rivers in the desert. When you are applying your faith and you're applying it correctly, you ought to get excited. I'm talking about excited at the very thought that God is up to something. Is anybody on here tonight would be willing to say God is up to something? He is up to something. He's up to something in your life. He's up to something in your life, Sister Tyra. He's something. He's up to something in your life, Sister Shay, uh, uh, Miss Kim, Brother Craig, uh, Sister Tyra. He's up to something in your life. It says, now it shall spring forth. Now listen, Sister Tyra, I'm a little younger than you, but over in West End, there was a, a merry-go-round that they built. And last week I talked about the analogy of the merry-go-round. When, when, when we were on the merry-go-round uh, and we were on the playground, listen, if I, were, if I wanted to get on the merry-go-round and there were other people that were already on it, guess what? I couldn't just walk up to the merry-go-round and jump on it. I couldn't do that. I couldn't just walk up to it and jump on a moving merry-go-round. I tried it before. You get drugged. 
You get drugged. You have to get a running start. You've got to start running in the same. God Almighty. Listen, if you want to catch God, you've got to start running in the same direction of the merry-go-round. Right now, listen, I'm, God is warning us. He's letting us know that he's about to do something and it's going to spring forth. Now, what does that say? You've got to already be running. When God sends what God is getting ready to send in your life, you've got to already be moving. You, or you've got to already be moving, or as my grandma say, you liable to miss it. I don't want to miss what God has. Somebody please put on the screen, you need to run now. I need somebody to put that on the screen. You need to run right now. You need to run right now. You've got to start moving at the very, at the very unction in your spirit, at the very word of a prophet, at the very word of your pastor. And, and he begins to declare that God is getting ready to do something new. You need to start running. You can't just jump on this thing. You've got to already be in motion. You've got to already be moving. Faith that moves God. My God. Uh, let me see. You need to be run. You need to be running now. Faith that moves God. Let's talk about the kind of faith that moves God. Faith that moves God is not the faith that waits until something happens. That's not the kind of faith that moves God. Listen, and, and, and when you get excited about church, then you're going to do something. When I get excited about my job, then I'll do something. When I get excited about my marriage, then I'll do something. Listen, faith that will praise God in advance. That's the kind of faith that God wants. Faith that will praise him in advance and in spite of what you're going through. That's the kind of faith that God's looking for. He's looking for us to start moving at the very word. I don't see it yet, but I'm already moving because I don't want it to spring forth and I miss it. Don't miss what God is doing. You've got to start running now. Listen, this is the faith that Job had. This is the kind of faith that Job had. How do I know that? Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Now, when I tried to look this verse up today, the preacher, Bishop, I thought David said this, but I, I had to, I had to search it out. <laughs> and when I saw it, I said, wait a minute, that was David. That was Job. Though they, though he slay me, we say, though they slay me. We say, though, that's what messed me up because the, the real uh, scripture says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. In this verse, let me help you with this verse. Job was having an argument with God. He was, he was having an argument. He was not on good terms with God at that moment. He, because of everything that he was going through. But Job was saying, God, even though I disagree, I, I hope somebody can get this tonight. Oh, Dr. Ewell, Dr. Ewell got to be proactive. Listen, Job was upset with God for what God was putting him through. I, this is for somebody tonight. But listen what Job, Job was saying, though he slay me. In other words, Job had argued with God to the point that Job said, I might get killed for running my mouth. But yet, God Almighty, though he slay me, yet will I trust. I'm arguing about my situation, but God, I trust you. 
Job was saying, God, though I don't agree with what you're putting me through, I'm still going to give you the glory. Have I got anybody on here tonight? Oh, God Almighty, Brother Craig, even though you might not like what God is putting you through right now, I thank God that I still see you in church raising your hands. I still see you at work talking about God, God Almighty, because even though you don't like what you're in right now, even though you don't like what you're having to feel right now, you're telling God, God, I don't understand. I don't know why, but I still trust you. I still praise you. I still give you the glory, even in the midst of that. This is practicing the law of faith. You're not moved by what you feel or what you have to endure. Uh, 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 that's the kind of faith that, that, that in due season will cause miracles to break out in your life. Have I got anybody in here that still, anybody on this call tonight still believe in miracles? If you believe in miracles, let me see you put a one on the screen. One, 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 one. Come on, have, where you at? If you still believe in miracles... I dare you to put a one on the screen tonight. This is the kind of faith that moves God and causes miracles to break out in your life. Faith that moves God is the faith that says Something is happening even when I'm not aware of it. Something's still happening. Even though I don't see it because God, the first manifestation of God in the Bible was the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. In theology, they taught us about the law of first mention. If God was moving then, God Almighty, if God was moving in Genesis, he's moving in Revelation. If God is moving in Revelation, he's moving right now. The faith that moves God is the kind of faith that says, even though I don't see what you're doing, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't see anything changing right now. God, I'm still going to trust you. The songwriter said it like this. The songwriter understood. We don't see everything that God's doing. The songwriter said, through many seen and unseen dangers, I've already come. God Almighty. Is there anybody in here that can say through many seen and unseen dangers? I've all, there's some stuff that God kept me through that I didn't even know I was going through. There was assignments from the enemy that had my name on it, but God didn't let it happen. God Almighty, he didn't, he did not, he would not let go. He never let go of me, God Almighty, because he never fails. <laughs> he that keepeth Israel does not sleep nor slumber. The Bible says, in Isaiah 43 and 19, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. I need you to get this. God is doing a new thing when? I, 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 I'm going to read it one more time, but I need you to put it on the screen. I need you to help me to understand when God is doing. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. God's getting ready to do something new, getting ready, but it's springing forth now. 
listen, listen, please. When it, he's doing, so, he's getting, God is the only one that can work in all three dimensions of time. He can work in the past, present, and the future all at the same time. He's getting ready to do something, but it's springing forth now. And even though your now has not caught, your now has not caught up with his now, he's already done what he's doing. God Almighty. Oh my God. I feel my Holy Ghost tonight. He's getting ready to do something. He's doing something and he's doing it now. When is it going to spring forth? Now. Listen. God's doings will always require, and someone put this on the screen, now faith. God's doing, God's moving, God's, God's shaking, God's moving in your life will require you to have now faith. I need somebody to put that on the screen. Now faith. You got to have this kind of faith. You can't have tomorrow's faith. Tomorrow's faith ain't going to do it for you. Tomorrow's faith is not going to do it for you. You need to have now faith. I need someone to put that on the screen now. There you go, Brother Craig. You got to have faith for God now. Even before you go through what you go through, you got to have faith in God now. We have, listen, listen, listen. You know what I've learned? Sister Tyra, you know what I've learned? I've learned that we have a lot of people in the church that believe. They believe. But, but, but to a large degree, believing is not the same as faith. I'm going to help you with this. We got a lot of people in church that believe. But to a large extent, believe or believing is not the same as faith. Listen, faith is believing, but believing something still has an element of questioning, is it? I, I, I think I... I, I, I uh, well, it might be. No, no. Faith is believing, but believing in itself. And we've got a lot of people that are just at the believing stage. There's always and is an element of questioning. Is this real? Will this happen? Can God do it? for? I know he did it for them, but can he do it for me? You've got to have now faith, not now believing. You've got to have now faith. The Bible says, someone put this on, somebody put this, the, 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 the title of this scripture, uh, Mark eleven twenty three. Someone put that on the screen. Mark eleven twenty three. It says, for verily I say unto you, Mark eleven twenty three, that whosoever shall speak unto this mountain, be thy removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. I want to read it again. Worth reading again. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever, somebody ought to put on the screen, I'm a whosoever, shall Say unto this mountain, be thy removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his or her heart, 
but shall believe that those things which he or she saith shall come to pass. He or she shall have whatsoever he saith. I'm a whosoever. There you go, Shemekah. I'm a whosoever. Now, let me help you with this verse. I got so happy at work today. I had to run in there and push on Craig. Just had to run in there and just push him real good. Couldn't holler and scream like I wanted and jump and, 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 and get real happy. Notice the verse. The person believes enough to say to the mountain, be removed. They, they, they believe enough. They believe enough to say it. They believe enough to say Mountain be moved and cast into the sea. But then it says, and shall not doubt in his heart. Mm. They believed enough to say, but then Jesus warns them that their belief still has some doubt in it. God Almighty. You got to get the belief out. You got to get the faith. You got to get the doubt out of your belief. You got to get the doubt out of your belief so it can birth its way into faith. See, faith, believing is nothing more than thinking about the same thing over and over until you get convinced about it. But once that belief has all of the doubt removed from it, then it can turn. It can. It can uh, literally uh, uh, cocoon. It can. It can metaphor into faith. Jesus warns him, you, you believed enough to say, but your belief still has a little doubt in it. They were, they, they, they needed to be warned of it. That, listen, listen, someone put this on the screen. I need you to put this on the screen. Belief is a strong hope, but faith is a strong knowing. <laughs> belief is a strong hope. But faith is a strong knowing. I need you to put that on the screen tonight. Belief is a strong hope. But faith is a strong believing. The Bible says in, in Hebrews 11.1. 1, Hebrews 11.1. 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Ah, this belief is a strong hope, but faith is a strong knowing. There's a difference between you hoping and you and me knowing. You, you got to get to the place that you know that you know that God is God. And if God said it, that settles it. If God said I'm healed by his stripes, I'm already healed by his stripes. And therefore, I can trust in and believe in and have faith in what the Bible says about me to the point that what he said will manifest in my natural reality. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What God is doing, and we just said it, requires now faith. It requires it. It requires it. Belief may get God's attention, but it's going to be faith that moves his hand. Belief will get God's attention. It will cause God to turn his attention to you, but it's going to be faith that will cause him to move on your behalf. Why? Because we just said it. Belief is only a strong hope, but faith is a strong knowing. Listen. The substance 
that creates belief is hope. The substance that creates belief is hope. That, that, that's, if you had to, if you could dissect belief, you're going to find at the core of belief is hope. And hope will always have an element of doubt, which says it may or it may not happen. If thou shalt say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and doubt not in thine heart and shall believe what thou sayest. And what you say, you shall have whatever you say. If you can, if you can get your belief to turn into faith. Listen, at the core of belief is hope. But faith is the substance of the things that's hoped for. Faith is the substance of the thing that's hoped for. Not only is faith the substance Please get this tonight. Faith is the evidence of unseen things. Things that you can't even see. My God. Anybody excited about that? That my faith becomes the substance of what I don't have yet. My faith. My trusting, my believing, my confidence in God is evidence that it's going to happen. That it's going to manifest. That's why the Bible says that whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you shall receive them and you shall have them. Whatsoever things you believe when you pray, believe that you receive them. Receive them when? Not next week. Not tomorrow. Belief, faith says I have it right now. I have my healing right now. I believe, my God, Miss Kim, you still on here. Miss Kim, you didn't receive your house on the day that they put the, the physical key in your hand. Oh, no, no, no. I ran that video back on purpose and put it in the group. You got your house on the day that Prophetess Kiara took prophetess Melissa's keys by faith and put it in your hand and you went to shouting and giving God praise as if it was all God Almighty. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. You didn't get it on the day that they put the physical key in. You got it on the day when prophetess Kiara took those keys from Melissa and put them in your hand and you begin to praise and jump and shout and to give God glory like never before. And I believe that while you were praising, God Almighty, I believe that while you were praising, DeAsia caught hold because part of the prophecy was a house and a car. God Almighty, you can't drive, but she can. Your praise activated something in her that her faith said, well, if you get the house, I'll get the car. Y'all ain't talking to me. 
Y'all ain't talking to me. I wish somebody would get real happy with me tonight. You'd have had to been there to receive it. You'd have had to been there to understand what I'm talking about. Even before she got her house, it was prophesied just a few weeks earlier that God oh, oh, is getting ready to happen, that God is getting ready to do something, and he, it sprung forth quickly. And I need you to understand, from that moment forth, we've got to keep the momentum. Miss Kim, keep the momentum. DeAsia, keep the momentum. Keep moving in the things of God. My God, my God, my God. Not only is faith the substance, but faith is evidence. What is evidence? My God. Evidence is proof. It's, 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 it's proof. And, 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 and my God, my God. It's proof and available body of facts and information that indicates whether a belief is true. Oh, God, my God, my God. I don't know about anybody. I, Brother Craig, I can't talk for nobody else on this call tonight. I can't talk for nobody else. But, 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 but I'm, 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 I'm no longer hoping when it comes to the things of God. I'm no, I'm no longer hoping, God Almighty. I, I, I have enough Brother Michael, over my 53 years, I have gathered enough evidence that I know that Jesus is real. I have gathered enough evidence through my own sickness that I know that he will heal. He has, he has proven to me that he's a provider when he put money in my pocket that was not there just a few hours before. You've got to understand, I don't care how long you are, you've got enough evidence that has been built up through the years that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Is there anybody on here that God has healed your body? Is there anybody on here that he's 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 brought you out of incarceration and, and brought your children and saved them and, and turned somebody's situation around and just because you open your mouth and you begin to pray. That's the kind of faith that moves God. Faith that has evidence. You got to learn how to say, if he did it before, he'll do it again. My life, my God, my God, my God. I know y'all happy right now, but somebody need to put this on the screen. My life is damaging evidence to the case of the enemy. My life is damaging evidence to the case of the enemy. Is there anybody will put that on the screen for me tonight? That my life is damaging evidence to the case of the enemy. The enemy said I won't win. The enemy said I wasn't going to be nobody. The enemy said that you're just like your daddy. The enemy said you, 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 you're from the north. Is there anything good can come out of Burke County? Is there anything good can come out of Iredell County? But but my life is damaging evidence to the case of the enemy. God Almighty. Woo. My God, brother Michael, your life is damaging evidence. <coughs> Try not to get happy. Then got hot up here, got the coffin. Woo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, let me slow down so I can finish this thing. I want to give you the two principles that causes the law of faith to work. Hey, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, uh, Dr. Boss. I want to give you two principles that causes faith to work every time. I know that's big. I know that's big. I know that's big. 
two principles that causes the law of faith to work every time. Hebrews 11.6. Someone put that on the screen. Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he or she that cometh to God must believe that he, God, is. And that he, talking about God, is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm going to give you two principles out of that. That will give those two, these two principles I'm getting ready to give you. Ain't nothing great, ain't nothing grand. But these two principles, if applied, will cause your faith to work every time. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, remember, we said that a law is a system of factors that when applied correctly will always produce an, a result. It will always produce a result. So when it comes to God, we have to know and to understand the factors that are needed for our faith to produce. We got to know the factors. It's more than coming to church, beating a tambourine, speaking in tongues, rubbing up into each other's chest, talking about come out. It's a whole lot more than that because I'm tired of going to church and seeing people pray and they not get answers. There's nothing. I can't think of a thing. I cannot think because when, when you're, he said, I will give you the desires of your heart. Now think about that. Remember, I think we've talked about that before. When your heart begins to line up with the heart of God, then God will give you the desires of your heart. Meaning what God does is he takes what he desires for you and you will begin to desire it. So now God can give you what he already wanted you to have. That, that not talk, hey, going to give me the desires of my heart. No, you got to ask yourself, is that God's desire for you? And I can honestly sit here tonight and say there is nothing that I've ever prayed for that was in the will of God for my life that God did not bring into my life. It, it, just the little things. Uh, there's some things that, that I, I from the beginning of the year that I wanted to put in place for the church. And God is beginning to open those, uh, uh, just finding the things, finding the tools finding the people that 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 can help me to move. I don't count those as small things. That's still God moving. Listen. Number 1. The number 1 thing. You must have faith to please God. I know that sounds simple, but you've got to have faith to please God. Please know, faithless or faithlessness displeases God. Faithlessness displeases God. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I know the Bible. I know the Bible says that God is drawn to those that are of a broken and contrite heart. I believe that. 
I believe that when you're broken and you're hurting and you're going through things that are not of your own accord, that God, he's drawn to you. He's drawn. But that person that has that godly sorrow, God's going to come to them. That person that has godly sorrow for what they've done. Contrite is a word that really means repentance. In other words, so when he said he's, he's drawn to a broken and contrite heart, it's really talking about a person that done some stuff. And they're really sorry. They have godly sorrow for getting in what they got into. God's drawn to that person. But God is not moved by faithless begging and pleading. Somebody need to put that on the screen. God is not moved by faithless begging and pleading and God, I need you and come on. And he know that you're going to get what you get from him and you're going to treat him like a, like a, like a cheap trick, get what you need and keep it moving. Faithless begging does not move God. I need somebody to put that on the screen. Hey, pastor Trina Parker, God bless you. Faithless begging and pleading with God does not move him. But if, if, please understand, if faith pleases God, your faithless begging and pleading has to produce the opposite of pleasure. It has to, it has to. If faith pleases God, when you come to God and you're begging and you're pleading and you don't have any faith and God knows you don't have any faith, you just want your need met, you want to fix that's, that gives God no that gives not God no pleasure, and I believe that 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 we annoy God, and I say we because we've all done it. We annoy God when we come asking and asking, but your asking is not saturated with faith. My God, somebody please put that on the screen. Your your asking has to be saturated with faith. It has to be saturated. When your asking is saturated with faith, you just don't want it so you will feel better. You want it so the other people around you, it's going to affect somebody else. I don't want to be, if I'm sick, I don't want to be healed just for me to be healed. I want to be healed so I can go back to work for God. Is your asking saturated with faith? God Almighty. Yeah, 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 yes, Sister Samika. Is your is your asking saturated with faith? My God, is it saturated? It is it is it uh 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 uh, uh is it to the place that is dripping with faith? Why would God? Why would God? Oh, Bishop, Bishop, help me! <coughs> why would God be annoyed with me? Why, why, why? Because He's given you the tools. He's given you the tools. And we're not following the law of faith. That's like me, me telling, giving you the instructions to do something, giving you the tools to do it. And then you come back, tell me you can't do it, but you didn't use the tools that I gave you. I'm annoyed with you. Verse number six, verse number six says, for without faith, it's impossible to please him. And he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the law of faith, number one, it says that you must have faith in God. I'm running out of time. I wasted some time. Hope y'all don't mind. If, if, if I got to get this in tonight. 
Ah, I'm down to 18. Let me, let me, let me, let me kick it in another gear. Number two, number two, the law of faith says faith is the prerequisite to coming to God. Faith is the prerequisite to coming to God. Listen, two things that you have to have before you come to God. So number, number one was you got to have faith to please God. Number two is the prerequisite to coming to God is faith. There's two things you got to have before you got to come to God. Have to have faith that he is who he says he is. Do you believe that God is God? That's the first thing you got to believe. The second thing you got to believe is that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now the word diligent. And, and I, I, I don't know where we miss this in the body of Christ, but the word diligent means that we're careful and we are persistent in our effort. We're persistent. We're careful and we're persistent in our effort. Remember, just just just, just uh, 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 we started out tonight and we were talking about faith being the, the fuel of momentum. You can't have faith today, hope tomorrow, doubt by Friday uh, uh, because you done looked at your bank account. Then you try to come to church and, and find a little bit of faith on Sunday for the next week only to repeat that process of faith, hope, doubt again. You have to be diligent. You have to be consistent. God, I believe you. God, I don't know. God, I don't know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> You've got to be diligent. Somebody please put that on the screen. You've got to be diligent. You've got to be. When, listen. We said on last week. When you get momentum. You've got to protect it. <clears throat> I'm still going to finish on time. You've got to protect your momentum. You've got when once your faith is at a place where you're trusting and you're believing God, you've got to protect your momentum. You can't be around people that are going to cause you to doubt. You can't be around people that are going to cause you to want to go backward. You can't be around people that are going to tempt you to sin. You've got to make sure that the people you're connected with, it is not a trauma bond. Thank you for that. Sister Shamika, I'll give you credit this time. Next time I'm going to take it for my own. So many people attach with other people because y'all have the same trauma. That cannot be, that cannot be the correlation. That cannot be the tide that binds. Because if you have trauma and you want to get past the trauma, then you've got to bond with someone who's healed so you can get your healing. If you, if I, if listen, listen, if I'm suffering third degree burns, they're not going to lay me in the bed beside another person with third degree burns. My burns will never heal. If I'm next to your, y'all ain't talking to me. That's why you can put a rotten apple beside a good apple and the whole bag will rotten. You've got to learn how to protect the momentum. You've got to protect the things in your life that mean the most to you. Listen, I know that all of us have bad situations that we go through and things that keep us, keep us tied. But who are you connected to? Who is the person that you call to help you build your faith? Who is the person that you allow to keep you accountable? Some of us can't stand that word. Some of us can't stand that word. But we need someone. 
I thank God that I work with Craig Miller. Craig Miller reminds me I'm Bishop Wilson. And in the same manner, there are times when Craig is about to go off and snatch somebody's wig off that I have to remind him that he is Deacon-elect Miller. You've got to be around people that are going to hold you accountable and not afraid to tell you when you're wrong. That helps you protect your momentum. You have to know the people. You got to know the people that will fan your faith and not try to blow out your flames. We don't need to be around people that are going to throw us in the pit. We don't need to be around people who are going to be jealous of our anointings. We've got to be around people that are going to keep us going. The law of faith only works when we work the principles, believing that he's God, believing that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That means when I come to God, if he don't do it today, I'm still going to believe he's God. I'm going to be diligent. I'm still going to keep trusting. I'm still going to keep my faith in the place, in the position that I need it to be so that I know that this too shall pass. There may come a moment where I feel like I can't make it and I'm going to call somebody. I'm going to call a brother Craig. I'm going to call a, a Marvin. I'm going to call someone that can help me and, 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 and pray for me and help me to get back to that place that I need to be. Protect it. Identify those people. Identify those people that will fan your faith and not try to put out your flame.